You're listening to the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast. Remember to like, share, comment, subscribe, and click the bell to make sure you get the latest episodes of the podcast. Be sure to like and share our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast. And on today's episode of the podcast, we're reviewing match number 18 of the ICC Cricket World Cup for 2023 between Australia and Pakistan from the M. Chimaswamy Stadium. And it was back-to-back victories for Australia, and they're well and truly back into this World Cup campaign, winning their last two games against Sri Lanka and now Pakistan. For Pakistan, it was a disappointing performance with both bat and ball and in the field. Uh, which really cost them in this game against Australia. Back-to-back losses for Pakistan against India and now against Australia. It's going to be a tough, tough few games for Pakistan to try and get into the semi-finals and qualify for them. So for both Australia and Pakistan, it was a contrast of performances and both teams um, performed uh, very well at times, others uh, very poorly. So... There's plenty to talk about, dissect, and discuss uh, from this match between Australia and Pakistan. Let's have a look at the match summary from match number 18 of the ICC Cricket World Cup for 2023 between Australia and Pakistan from the M. Chimaswamy Stadium. Australia batted first and made 9 for 367 from their 50 overs. David Warner top scored with 163. Shaheen Shah Afridi took five wickets for Pakistan. Pakistan needed 368 runs to win. They were bowled out for 305 in 45.3 overs. Aman Al-Haq top scored with 70. And Adam Zampa took four wickets for Australia. Australia won by 62 runs and David Warner was named player of the match. What were the key moments and key factors from match number 18 of the ICC Cricket World Cup for 2023 between Australia and Pakistan. David Warner and Mitchell Marsh's opening partnership of 259 set the foundation for Australia to post 9 for 367. Usama Mir dropping David Warner on 10 off Shaheen Shah Afridi's bowling proved to be costly and was one of the key moments and key factors in this match. The partnership of 134 for the first wicket between Aman al-Haq and Abdullah Shafiq provided a good platform for Pakistan in the run chase. But Marcus Dornis removing both al-Haq and Shafiq to break the opening partnership changed the course of the match for Australia and saw Pakistan bowled out for 305. And Australia winning by 62 runs. Those were the key moments and key factors from match number 18 of the ICC Cricket World Cup for 2023 between Australia and Pakistan from the M. Chimaswamy Stadium. Let's talk about how both Australia and Pakistan performed in match number 18 of the ICC Cricket World Cup for 2023 from the M. Chimaswamy Stadium. And first of all, let's talk about Australia and their performance in this match. Let's talk about Australia's batters, first of all, and how they performed in this match against Pakistan. Warner, 163. Mitchell Marsh, 121. Maxwell, a duck. Smith, 7, Stoinis, 21, Inglis, 13, and Labashain, 8. And that's how the Australian batters went about their business in this World Cup match against Pakistan. 
from the M. Chimaswamy Stadium in Bangalore. Um, it was a pretty good batting performance by Australia. Probably one of their best batting performances of this Cricket World Cup thus far. Uh, 9 for 367 they posted in the end was pretty much enough runs for Australia to defend and they did that in the end bowling Pakistan out for 305. Um, as I mentioned their best batting performance of this World Cup thus far David Warner Mitchell Marsh were outstanding. Uh, brilliant opening partnership of 259 for the first wicket pretty much set the platform and foundation for Australia to post a big score of 300 and 67. Uh, both of them played good cricket shots, good positive intent, put the pressure on the Pakistan bowlers, um, good partnership batting. Uh, David Warner, fourth consecutive century in one day cricket against Pakistan. Um, obviously 163 in this match, but 130, um, 179, those scores were back in 2016-17 during the one day series that Australia played against Pakistan in Australia. And then 107 in the last Cricket World Cup, which was in 2019 in England. And now this century in this game of 163. So he loves playing against um, Pakistan, that's for sure, in one-day cricket, David Warner. Also Mitchell Marsh scoring his second one-day international century. His first one in Cricket World Cups, obviously a big occasion for him. It was also his birthday and celebrated his 32nd birthday in style. Also, the partnership was the highest first wicket partnership for Australia in the Cricket World Cup. So, uh, Warner and Marsh were, were pretty good. Um, set the foundation and platform, as I mentioned, for Australia. And that's what Australia wanted, really. They wanted someone in the top order, just one batter, maybe two, uh, to go on and get a big century. And that's what Warner did, and that's what Mitchell Marsh did. So, good signs for Warner and Marsh. Going forward for the remainder of the tournament, they're scoring runs, they've scored a century now, they're off and running, and that's good for Australia. Um, as I mentioned, the partnership was very good. David Warner was at his best. Mitchell Marsh, he's had a very good last few months in international cricket, obviously captaining Australia, um, also performing well in the Ashes series that um, has gone, um, and now performing in the World Cup. Um, really as an opener, really, filling in for Travis Head uh, because he's out due to injury with that broken hand. And he's done a pretty good job, Marsh. So um, Australia will be very pleased with how Warner and Marsh went about things. Um, very good partnership, and they really capitalised on the poor bowling from Pakistan. Um, I think Australia, one area to improve on is they had a bit of a batting collapse. There were none for 259. And once the opening partnership was broken, they finished from none for 259 to nine for 367. They lost nine for 107 in that period. Um, so Australia just had a little bit of a batting collapse, um, missed out on reaching a score of 400 plus. It was a pretty good batting surface at the M. Chemiswami Stadium. Always is in uh, Bangalore. Um, they missed out on an opportunity to score 400 runs. So that's something that Australia will need to look at going forward. Um, obviously, the batters coming in after Water and Marsh, Glenn Maxwell played an ordinary shot. Smith didn't look at his best. Marcus Stornis um, scored some handy runs. Josh Inglis uh, made a contribution. Marcus Abishain, not really his game to come in late in the order and really go from the word go. Um, 
just really poor shot, so, uh, shot selection. Um, but obviously this happens whenever a good partnership is established between Warner and Marsh, and it pretty much lasted halfway of the innings, really. Um, it's very hard for batters coming in to um, cash in and, and obviously get some runs themselves because you see two batters who are scoring centuries and batting with ease. You think it's going to be easy when you come out there, but it wasn't. Uh, it was very hard to start on this surface in, in Bengaluru. Um, but obviously it, it needed a bit of smartness from the Australian batters just to take a few balls, just to get in, get used to the conditions, and then tee off. But they started to tee off from the word go because they were in a good position. That often happens. So something that they need to improve on going forward, Australia, in terms of their batting collapses, which has been a problem that's been plaguing them for some time. But... Um, apart from that, uh, it's probably one of their better performances with the bat, that's for sure. Good signs that Warner and Marsh have scored centuries and they're scoring runs. The others need to just uh, bat a little bit smarter and, and do the basics right. I think that's the order of the day. Uh, to finish off about the batting, uh, it was pretty good, but there's still areas of improvement to be made. Um, Let's talk about Australia's bowlers and their performance in this match against Pakistan. No wickets for Maxwell, two wickets for Stornis and Cummins, a wicket each for Stark and Hazewood, and four wickets for Zampa. Uh, yet again, Australia's bowling was pretty good. It was another improved bowling performance by Australia. Uh, very good performance indeed. Everyone played their part in some way. Uh, bowling Pakistan out for 305 was a good effort. Uh, defending 367. Um... Australia looked in trouble early when Ahmad Al-Haq and Abdullah Shafiq added 134 for the first wicket and um, looked like um, Pakistan were going to chase down the runs with ease and they had a good platform set there. But uh, it wasn't until Marcus Stornis turned things around. He got the, the two wickets of uh, Al-Haq and Shafiq, broke the partnership, and that pretty much changed and swung the game in Australia's favour. Um, and Australia were able to bowl Pakistan out. Um, so the bowling was pretty good. Everyone played their parts. Uh, the fielding was good. There was a few drop catches here and there, but apart from that, the fielding was good overall. Apart from those little drop catches and half chances that didn't go to hand. Um, good intensity, good energy in the field. Um, and Australia um, have improved their fielding um, over the last two games, which, which is good to see. Um, so everyone did their role. Um, yet again, Adam Zampa was outstanding. Four wickets, back-to-back fourfers for him. He got four against Sri Lanka and now four against Pakistan. Josh Hazelwood was economical, um, and he did his role. Mitchell Stark wasn't at his best, but he managed to pick up a wicket. Pat Cummins picked up a couple of wickets, which was good. Marcus Stornis, good signs to see him bowling well. Really swung the game in Australia's favour with his bowling. Hasn't really bowled much in the tournament, but came on, needed to pick up the wickets that Australia needed to break the opening partnership, and he did. Uh, pretty much swung the game in Australia's favour. Glenn Maxwell, he bowled okay. Um, apart from that, good good fielding performance and bowling performance by Australia. Uh, the one area of concern for Australia, and it's an ongoing problem, is need to take wickets in the power play in the first 10 overs. Um, yet again, we saw... Australia struggled to take wickets in the first 10 overs of the power play. So that's something that Australia need to look at going forward. 
just to try and put some early pressure on the opposition in terms of the power play. Getting early wickets in the power play will be key. Um, so they'll need to try and, and figure out what they can do to remedy that. But apart from that, the bowling and the fielding uh, was, was pretty good and good signs for Australia going forward. Let's talk about Pakistan and their performance in this World Cup match against Australia. We'll start with the Pakistan batters and their performance in this match and talk about how they went about things with the bat. Shafiq, 64. Al-Haq, 70. Azam, 18. Rizwan, 46. Shaquille, 30. Ahmed, 26. And Nawaz, 14. And that's how the Pakistan batters went about things in this World Cup match against Australia. Uh, bit of a mixed bag performance for Pakistan with the bats. Uh, bowled out for 305 and 45.3 overs, chasing 367. Um, highlighted that sort of inconsistent and poor performance with the bat from Pakistan. Um, they had a good opening partnership. Um, Abdullah Shafiq and Aman al-Haq added 134 for the first wicket. Set a good fa uh, platform and foundation for Pakistan to build on. And you thought that was going to be the key for, for Pakistan to really capitalise on that good start. But unfortunately, they weren't able to do that. They lost wickets at regular intervals and Australia were able to put the pressure on them and they just couldn't handle that pressure. And it was clear to see they, they really struggled um, and just had a bit, of a, a bit of a collapse with the bat. It was a pretty good surface at the M. Chimaswamy Stadium. Um, but just couldn't capitalise on that good start that the openers in Shafiq and Al-Haq uh, created and set that platform early on. Um, so Pakistan's batting struggled um, and they j just weren't able to get the job done, which was the same problem against India, where they had that bat batting collapse against India and they really struggled there. The same thing here against Australia, yet again, struggling again with the bat, uh, just to get any rhythm and fluency. Um, so nothing much to say about the Pakistan batting. It was pretty pretty good up front, and then it just sort of fell away towards the end. So it was a bit of a contrast performance with the bat, really. Um, and, and obviously, um, no one really made a big score. They needed Abdullah Shafiq and Aman al-Haq to, to make big centuries like David Warner and Mitchell Marsh did for Australia in their innings. Um, Shafiq and Al-Haq needed to do that, but they weren't able to, and they got out at the wrong time, um, which didn't really help Pakistan. Obviously, a lot of reliance on Babrazam Mohammad Rizwan in the run chase. Once Shafiq and Al-Haq went, it was really on their shoulders to get a, um, Pakistan over the line. Unfortunately, they weren't able to do that. So overall, pretty poor batting performance by Pakistan. Let's talk about the Pakistan bowlers and their performance in this match against Australia. Uh, no wickets for Ahmed, Nawaz and Hassan Ali. A wicket for Mia. Three wickets for Ralph and five wickets for Afridi. And that's how the Pakistan bowlers went about things with the ball against Australia. Just like the batting, it was a bit of a mixed performance from Pakistan with the ball, really. Uh, the first half of the innings couldn't keep the pressure on Australia. They bowled inconsistently. They were leaking runs. Um, and they couldn't keep the pressure on Australia 
in the first half of the Australian innings. But towards the back end of the Australian first innings, uh, they bowled well. Uh, they did well to keep Australia to 9 for 367, which Australia had a batting collapse of 9 for 107. Um, so they did well to peg it back towards the end, Pakistan, but their bowling was inconsistent. They bowled four balls that were good, and then they bowled a boundary ball in the over just to release the pressure, which um, really cost Pakistan in the bowling performance, really. Um, and they really struggled just to build pressure. It was very inconsistent. Um, boundary balls every over after bowling a good set of balls up front towards the end of the over, a boundary. Um, and they released all that pressure that they built up. Um, no doubt Shaheen Shah Afridi was the best bowler for Pakistan, obviously taking five wickets. Um, Harris Ralph went for runs again. He went for 10 and over. He got three wickets in the end, but up front he was pretty poor. Uh, Osama Mir, the leg spinner, was was poor as well. Itikar Ahmed bowled okay. Nawaz bowled okay. Uh, Hassan Ali uh, didn't take a wicket, and he bowled well at times. Um, also, drop catches herded Pakistan. Obviously, Osama Mir dropping David Warner for 10 was a prime example of the fielding from Pakistan. David Warner dropped on 10 by Mir went on to make 163. So Pakistan, their fielding yet again was pretty poor. Um, drop catches, fumbles, and just not really clicking in the field, Pakistan. That really cost them big time, along with the inconsistent and poor bowling that leaked runs and couldn't build pressure on Australia. And that's why Australia were able to post 367 for nine. And that's why Warner and Marsh were able to score big centuries the way they did because Pakistan didn't bowl well and they didn't field well that's the bottom line so to finish up about Pakistan's bowling it was pretty ordinary with the ball it was pretty ordinary with the fielding performance as well let's preview Australia's and Pakistan's next matches in this ICC Cricket World Cup for 2023 talk about the potential 11s and talk about what they need to do to win their next game of this tournament First of all, we'll start with Australia. Their next game is against the Netherlands. That will be on the 25th of October. And that will be at the Arun Jaitley Stadium in Delhi. And um, Australia will start off as favourites in that game against the Netherlands. Um, obviously, Australia and the Netherlands in World Cups, they've uh, played on two previous occasions before uh, they meet again um, in this year's World Cup. Um, Australia won... Uh, the first game that the Netherlands and Australia played in World Cups. That was back in 2003 in South Africa. They won that match by 75 runs on Duckworth Lewis. And then in 2007, four years later in the Caribbean, they won by 229 runs in the second encounter that the teams played against each other in Cricket World Cups. So Australia have a two-and-none record against the Netherlands in Cricket World Cups. You would think that probably will be unbeaten, Um Obviously, the Netherlands have done wonderful things in this World Cup. They've played well, they, they defeated South Africa, and they'll be hoping to win another game in this World Cup. Obviously, the Netherlands are coming off a five-wicket loss to Sri Lanka. Um, but I think Australia, they've won two games in a row with Sri Lanka and, and now Pakistan. They will want to win three in a row and continue the momentum. And you would think that they should get the job done, despite the Netherlands playing well and winning the game against South Africa. But you would think 
Australia will be too strong in the end. Now, in terms of 11, uh, potential 11 for Australia in terms of their playing 11, um, I think they may keep the same 11 in terms of keeping the same 11. Um, there is talk about Travis Head coming back, um, coming back from that hand injury. Obviously, he's with the squad. He's training with the squad. Um, he's making good progress. But um, it would be understandable if Australia don't rush him back, obviously. Uh, getting towards the back end of the tournament, you don't want to rush things with Travis Head. So I won't be surprised if Australia keep the same 11 for the game against the Netherlands. So their potential 11 could be uh, Warner, Mitchell Marsh, Smith, Labuschagne, Inglis, Maxwell, Stoinis, Stark, Cummins, Samper, and Hazelwood. So that's Australia. Let's talk about Pakistan. Their next match is against Afghanistan. And that'll be on the 23rd of October. And that will be at the M.A. Chibarabram Stadium, which is in Chennai. Um, need to bounce back, Pakistan. Uh, they've lost two games in a row now against Pakistan. Uh, sorry, uh, they've lost two games in a row, I should say, against India and Australia. So they need to bounce back against Afghanistan, and they need to win badly. Uh, get some consistency in their performances, because they've been very inconsistent with bat, ball, and in the field. Um, you would think they, they should do enough to win, but you can't discount Afghanistan. Afghanistan have won against England. They've caused an upset in this World Cup, and that was defeating England Afghanistan. So Pakistan can't take Afghanistan lightly. And obviously Afghanistan are coming off a 149-run loss to New Zealand. But you can't underestimate Afghanistan, um, as we saw against England, where England lost to Afghanistan. So Pakistan will have to be on their game. They'll have to improve their batting and bowling and fielding. Um, and they need to bounce back if they want to try and make a run and qualify for the semi-finals. In terms of their potential 11, they could make a change to their 11. Uh, probably Shadab Khan will come back in maybe for Osama Mir. So their potential 11 for, for the match against Afghanistan could be Shafiq, Al-Haq, Azam, Rizwan, Shaquille, Ahmed, Nawaz, Shadab Khan, Afridi, Ali and Ralph. My final thoughts on this match between Australia and Pakistan. Um, it was a pretty good win by Australia. Back-to-back uh, -back wins to really get them back and up and running in this World Cup. Um, after losing the first two games, they've done well to win against Sri Lanka and Pakistan to get back into semi-final contention, which is good on their point of view. Um, not quite at their dominant best. Um, there's still a lot of areas to improve on with the batting and with the bowling, but it's starting to come together. And we've seen some very good performances with bat and ball from key individuals and players. So they're not quite at their best yet, Australia. Maybe around about over 50%. Not quite at their 100% best, but more than halfway to it. Um, and they can definitely get on a bit of a run, and they can definitely uh, qualify for the semi-finals now. This is um, getting the momentum back for them. So... A very good win from, from Australia. They'll be very pleased. But they will know that there's still a lot of areas to improve on to return to their absolute best. For Pakistan, it was a disappointing performance. Ordinary performance with the ball. It was pretty poor there. They were inconsistent. They didn't build pressure. They couldn't take wickets at regular intervals. And Australia really cashed in. The batting was a bit of a mixed bag. It was a good start, good opening partnership between Shafiq and Al-Haq. But then after that, it sort of fell away and they just 
couldn't handle the pressure from the Australian bowlers. Um, they've lost back-to-back -back games now against India and now Australia. Very, very important for Pakistan to try and bounce back if they want to qualify for the semi-finals. But uh, they will need to try and get back to some consistency with their cricket in terms of batting well, bowling well and fielding well. Otherwise, they may struggle to qualify for the semi-finals. So, uh, ordinary performance by Pakistan and a very good performance by the Australian team. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our match review of match number 18 of this ICC Cricket World Cup for 2023 between Australia and Pakistan. Stay tuned for more ICC Cricket World Cup 2023 episodes and live streams on the Dibbly Dobbly podcast. If you're watching or listening to this episode of the podcast on our YouTube channel, let us know your thoughts on this match between Australia and Pakistan in the comments. We would love to hear what you have to say. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep safe and bye for now.